Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. They wanted me to be the ham in their ham sandwich. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty, Getty. from fluffing my hair. Lost track of time. <laughs> Live from Studio C. Yes, he's in your <laughs> a dimly lit room. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, Tuesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Mom and Dad saying, what do you mean no school again next year? Boy. Yeah, wow. Uh, this is uh, one of the bigger policy decisions that uh, have been made in my lifetime. I mean, it certainly ranks right up there with closing down businesses. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I don't even want to think about it. And I don't have kids to deal with, so it's, it's more in the abstract for me. But the effects, economic, social, educational, just enormous. Yeah, and... Um, how much discussion has there been around the country about improving what they did end of last year? Because that was, and I don't hear this discussed regularly. Like, I've taken in a lot from the, uh, what's her name, Betty DeVos, or various people with teachers unions, or, well, they don't count because they're going to. Yeah, but but from anybody in um, in any position, I haven't heard anybody bring up. It was a disaster. Let's not pretend that that was even close to okay. Everybody talks about that. You know, it's we we want to get the kids back in the classroom. No, that was a complete failure. Yeah, that was a failure. That was this much better than not going to school at all. Mm-hmm. That was a failure. Okay, so it came out of nowhere. We've never done it before. Nobody was prepared. I guess I get that. I still would have thought it would have been better, but it was a failure. Ask any kid right. or parent. We did. It we was, asked many kids and parents. It was a disaster. So it's not like it's it's three quarters are good, two thirds good, even half as good. No, it's like 10% as good mm-hmm. in terms of just the teaching part. Then you add in all the other stuff. Sure. Well, I, the answer to your question is, yeah, I think every district, every uh, state in America is saying, how do we do this better? Whether it will get much better, whether it even can get that much better, I, I couldn't tell you. So how much do you think this has become? I know as a discussion in the media, it's a lot of it's politics and tied to Trump and you pick a side and all that sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. How much of it in the schools themselves do you think is tied to Politics. Do you think they're just making the best decisions they can, or because I saw the stuff where the um, the teachers in the L.A. area saying you need to defund the police and get more money into the schools so we can you know reopen properly or uh, whatever. Pardon me. What now? Right. Does this have to do with the COVID? Yeah. Well, in answer to your question, there's absolutely an undercurrent of politics. You you can tell because you have the teachers unions all saying. We're just not going to go back till it's safe for the kids, and it's safe for the kids. I mean, with almost so few exceptions, that it doesn't even bear mentioning them. It's safe for the kids. The problem, arguably, is the teachers, and then Granny at home, maybe. Yeah, but if you're if they're not but, making that argument, I well, that's what I'm saying. If they're the not fact leading that they're with not, that, they're not mentioning that. They're pretending. See, that's what the teachers' unions, and I've said this many times. I love teachers. I can't stand the teachers' unions. 
they're always saying this is about the children. Our only interest is the children, which is just a load of horse crap. Uh, so the fact that they're leading with that uh, speaks to me. That it tells me they're being disingenuous. Uh, there are legitimate concerns about teachers. You know, I heard one gal saying, "Look, kids, uh, you got an eight-year-old kid; they'll be fine. They got a thirty-year-old teacher, a fifty-year-old bus driver, and grandma's seventy, and she's at home. So we're trying to keep the schools from becoming a petri dish." Yeah, um, uh, hmm. I don't know what the stats are for people at home. Generally, if you have kids, you're not in your 80s. Um, and, you know, you got to get grandma and grandpa out of your house. Well, somehow. remember, though, the left has been pitching the dissolution of the American family for years. So we have a lot of grandparents raising their kids. Uh, but as far as the teachers, I saw Dr. Atlas on one of the shows yesterday giving the stats for teachers. They're overwhelmingly young. Mm-hmm. The percentage of teachers that are in their 20s and 30s is overwhelming. I mean, we all remember the old teacher here or there, but that's not what most are. It's not even close. Mm. Um, I don't know how you work that out. If you got, you know, I don't know how that works out. You have you, you get a you get a new teacher that's younger, and I don't know how you do that legally, and you pay them both, or I don't know how that works. But if you got a whole school full of teachers in their 20s and 30s, kids. Almost, well, they basically never die from it. They almost never end up hospitalized, and they don't transmit it very well. So the kid part of it is just not that big a deal. No. No, it doesn't seem to be. But Nancy Pelosi led with the kids yesterday. She said Trump's trying to get kids killed. Yeah. Oh my God! Really? If you make oh, if you make the argument, no shame. If you make the argument all about teachers and administrators and bringing it home, at least you have my attention, and it's a conundrum. Sure, but if you're gonna claim it's because the, it's dangerous for the kids, no, nah, sorry, you're lying to me. Right. So I can't believe anything you say. After it makes that. it difficult to engage. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah, but man, it is a. I I agree with the. Uh, American Pediatrics Association or whatever they're called, who who almost always lean left, it's not an option. They have to go back. It's just how. Let's start with they're going back. Now let's figure out how. Yeah. We're doing it outside. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna alternate days, mornings, afternoons for different classes to spread them out. Whatever it is, but it's got to happen. But that's not what they've decided in L.A. and San Diego, two of the biggest school districts in the country. There was a funny clip on MSNBC the other day. I was gonna bring it in, but it doesn't really translate audio only. But they asked a bunch of pediatricians, uh, "Are you willing to send your kids to school in the fall?" And every single one of them said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Really? Really? And they went back to the anchor, and he's like, uh, um, uh, all right. Um, uh, in other news, you yeah, know, it, it, does, it was something. It doesn't help, help to have all these 20-something childless anchors on uh, cable news uh, making decisions or uh, uh, commenting on this sort of stuff either. God dang it. This is really troubling. I'd, I'd say it is, yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a rough patch. Oh, I tell you what, we're about one and a half school years away from describing your kids and people like them, the kids like them, as the COVID generation. Because, you know, their education was set way back, and, you know, there might be socialization issues and and, and psychological issues and the rest of it. Oh, absolutely. Thanks, China. Yeah. Dang it, dang it, dang it. Uh, Anyway, let's introduce everybody in the squad. Hey, we'd like to hear from you teachers, parents. What's your opinion on what should happen? What, What are you going to do? If if they're not, you know, I think a lot, most of us were assuming, well, we'll we'll be back to school in the fall. Mm-hmm. Well, if that doesn't happen, what are you going to do? Text line is four one five two nine five KFTC four one five two nine five KFTC. Just looking up at the headline: Tucson, Arizona, Arizona schools plan to start mostly online next month. Okay, so they're going to be online also. 
Oof. Uh, there's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. I know your mom was a teacher. Anyway, how are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing okay, but I'm pretty bummed. My gym opened a month ago. I was starting to get myself into really good shape again and uh, feeling good about myself. <laughs> I noticed what that. what they do, they close the darn thing. Dang it. And you were, you were really working out. I was really working out. So, um, luckily, I'm near a county where uh, another gym may be open, possibly. And um, We don't want your unhealthy ass in our county. You stay at so home. I might join like don't a thirty, mix with the locals. like a thirty-day membership or something. Then have to you know discontinue and then come. You back. don't want your traps to get soft. No, I you know I've got exactly three months till my wedding. And what if I, your lats shrunk before your wedding? So I got to fill out that tux. People be whispering in the crowd at the wedding. How did she marry a guy with such weak lats? No lats at all. <laughs> Does he even have lats? <laughs> The gym, yeah. I was going to do that, too. I was just about to join the gym and get serious, and then, darn it. Shame all this happened. <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Now, I am a, a poker enthusiast. I, I really do believe, if, were I alive in the Wild West, I would have been the guy in the poker saloon. Um, I, I truly believe on an alternate timeline, if I didn't have uh, family members who held me accountable and cared for my outcomes in life, I actually would have made a run at it as a as a professional poker player. Um, but uh, COVID affects everything, and the World Series of Poker normally would be going on right now. It has pivoted essentially to an all-online uh, World Series event, which makes makes plenty of sense to me, I guess. Um, but uh, in, in, in America, online poker is not legal in all states. So not everybody in every state can compete in this. I don't really have too much beef in that because you kind of in the old way, you had to fly to Nevada anyways to do it. Mm-hmm. But there is one gentleman lives in New York. New York does not allow online gambling. New Jersey does. So to compete in this World Series of Poker event, he drove to New, Jer- New Jersey with his laptop, parked in the Whole Foods parking lot in New Jersey, and competed in the World Series. Uh, of This isn't the main event, but one of the side events. Mm-hmm. And he won the event. He, he cashed six figures, got a bracelet from the Whole Foods parking lot on Wi-Fi. And as uh, one other poker commentator put it, uh, you do all the right things. You wake up, take a cold shower, meditate, drink your green smoothies, study hard, play focused, and in the end, you lose to a guy playing on his laptop in Whole Foods at 5 a.m. <laughs> peeing in drink cups. Maybe you've been doing it wrong. I'm just pleased that the people of New York were protected from the scourge of online poker by yes. making him drive to the Whole Foods in Jersey. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Thank you, Governor Cuomo. Thank you. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. How did it already get to be Tuesday, July the 14th, the year 2020, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program? Let's begin then, officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. As you can see, we are back in the studio at 30 Rockefeller Plaza here in New York City. Alone. So, you know. With the ghosts. A lot of people have been asking the question since we're into the second half of 2020, the worst year of most people's lives in terms of all kinds of different things. Um, uh, could it get any worse? I'd say if school doesn't happen again, that's another tick toward this being the craziest year ever again. Because, that, like I said, I, I can't imagine another half year of this on top of last year. Right, right. You know, I, I hate to pitch doom. Uh, that's not my thing. Try to be a realist. I will tell you, though, that everybody, well, not everybody, a lot of people agree that one of the ingredients in the riotings and smashings and burnings and protests and all was, you know, frustration and boredom and and, and fear and angst and the rest of it. We uh, lay around another six months of that, plus the election and the rest of it. uh, 
Eh, it could be a rough, uh, rough winter time. Oh, jeez. I'm hoping that just the sheer cold of a lot of American cities will keep the craziness tamped down somewhat. I mean, you're, for instance, and, and again, oh, just there's so much negative stuff going on, but the horrific situation in downtown Portland <clears throat> where these just unspeakably self-righteous, cruel, amoral scum of Antifa and similar organizations, these entitled trust fund terrorists are terrorizing a city. And it's just allowed to go on and on and on and on and on. Um, th- this has got to end. A lot of stuff on the way. I'm seeing a lot of texts coming on the whole schooling thing. 415-295-KFTC mailbag next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Already I've gotten a couple of interesting texts on the whole school situation as two of the largest districts in America announced they're going online in the fall again. The L.A. area in San Diego. Um, so we've gotten a couple of texts on that. Teacher, parent, whatever, what do you think should happen? What do you think you're going to do if school's not open again? Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Yeah, i got some great emails as well. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Mail at armstrongandgetty.com. Oh, whoops. Gosh, darn it. Sorry. Website's resetting. <clears throat> Freedom-loving quote of the day from the great uh, Thomas Sowell. Oh. Who said yesterday in an interview he believes we're reaching a point of no return. Ah, he got to mind his own business. Politically and culturally. <clears throat> That's something. With all the pious talk about tolerance in the media and academia, there is virtually none for those who challenge the dogmas of political correctness in most of our colleges and universities. Yes. Um, Irony so enormous, only an academic could miss it. Moving along, we uh, pose the question, are there any Joe Biden signs anywhere? Received a number of notes. um, uh, People saying, yes, I found one. There's one in their town. Yard sign or bumper sticker? Uh, Yard sign. No bumper stickers as yet. At least I don't think so. Uh, podcast listener Zach in Southern Illinois writes, I'm a FedEx driver. Spend 10 hours a day, six days a week, delivering all over Southern Illinois. In the past week, I have been looking for Biden signs, uh, and I was able to find one. Only one. No Biden bumper sticker yet, but I will stay vigilant. Momentum! I used to say when there was a chance Romney would beat Obama that he would be the least enthusiastically elected president in our nation's history. Because mm-hmm. it was all about, nobody was excited about Romney. It was all about stopping Obama if you were voting for Romney. This is even more extreme. Um, Joe Biden, if elected, will be the least enthusiastically elected president in our nation's history. Right, right. We were discussing changing the name of the Redskins of Washington yesterday. Repeated an old joke about they'll change it to the Virginia Redskins because Washington is a disgusting term. Uh, (laughs) Anna uh, from beautiful La Mesa, CA, writes, No, 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 you can't use Virginia either. It was named after Queen Elizabeth, and obviously she supported colonization. Forget Maryland as well. It was named after Queen Henrietta Maria the wife of English King Charles I, obviously a colonizer, too, and he was beheaded by his own people. So, sorry, keep trying, loving the show. Yeah, if you went through all of the states, 
There are quite a number of them named after Indian tribes, and that's cultural appropriation or something or other. Then the rest of them are named after various 16th, 17th century uh, yahoos who are certainly in favor of slavery, colonization, uh, cheating at pool, or I don't know, whatever. So we might have to rename all 50 states. And we'll name them after, I don't know, uh, Antifistan, uh, uh, um, uh, Al, Al Sharptonville. I don't know. I can't imagine what we can get past the thought police. Al Sharptonville. <laughs> Sharptonville and Tanahisi Kotsania. And, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Jim the Doctor. James, with a really interesting uh, paragraph or so that we don't have time for, but linked to an article, a couple of articles in science magazines, that the antibody uh, response to the COVID is still a little mysterious, and nobody's sure if we're forming antibodies or effectively, but there absolutely do seem to be T cells, the important T cells, which attack disease. Those seem to be forming up quite nicely. So you will not be left unimmune if you get it and get over it. Well, remember we, that Harvard doctor yesterday saying somebody got it. He's like 50, got it, got over it, got it again. It was worse the second time. Yeah. That would be horrifying. We received another note from a man of science, and yeah, I looked at that article. It was anecdotal. They admitted that at the uh, in the first part, but the media took it and ran wild with it because oh, okay. it was exciting. Gotcha. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The president and his administration are messing with the health of our children. It is, we all want our children to go back to school. Teachers do, parents do, and children do. But they must go back safely. Yeah, that's not the problem. The kids are fine and everybody knows it. So you saying that's the problem makes me think you're up to something else. But anywho... One final email, Jack. Jeremy from Apex, North Carolina, writes, Just wanted to point out that when you're comparing the COVID statistics for New York versus Florida, you actually called it comparing apples to oranges. Get it? New York, the big apple. Florida, the orange state. That's pretty good. Jeremy, thank you. Thank you. You know what? I think we'll be okay on our own, though. (laughs) At least for a little while. We'll reach out. We'll reach out if we need more more from you. I, I kid. How Thanks far do I need note. to go down to find the little text we got at the end of the show yesterday? Ah, all the way down. To quote ACDC. <laughs> uh, we got a text yesterday at the end of the show. I think I can summarize it if I can't find it. Um, and I, I often wonder what's wrong with people. What, what's going on with you people? Um, <laughs> what's wrong with you? And if this doesn't apply to you, I'm not talking about you. We're not talking about you, folks. <laughs> Was that actually your show, or was that the or just a boring four-hour dream I just had? Somebody texted right at the end of well, I believe show. he added some emojis to it as well. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't in bed with you, and neither was anybody else. Oh! Nice. Thanks. No, that's, that's not. you gotta, you got to mention you were in bed with his wife somehow. Oh, I wasn't yeah. bored with your wife last and night. And or mom, depending on the age category. Or mom. Right, exactly. <laughs> Let's see. I, well, I don't know. I wasn't in bed with you. I was in bed with your wife. That'd be, you know, it's kind of blunt, but yeah, that's a little too blunt. I don't know. I kind of liked it. You can't just state, I, I'm sleeping with your yes, wife. I, I was, that's not I the way the joke works. With your wife. 
Too blunt? Yeah, it's, it's got to be more subtle than that. Okay, I'll keep working on um, it. Uh, we did get some uh, correspondence from uh, parents and whatever about schools and stuff. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, a couple of things. One, so we already had one NBA player that has uh, broken out of the bubble. The whole the, the only, only way the NBA <laughs> thing is going to work is if you get them all committed to staying in the bubble for three months. Um, and nobody venturing out of the bubble. Because mm-hmm. anybody goes out of the bubble, you can bring the disease in and then the whole thing falls apart. But it's a big bubble. It's a pretty big bubble. We got plenty of room. We got everything you need. You can bring a few friends and family members, whatever. Big bubble. And somebody got out yesterday. <clears throat> so there, there was that a- lasted a day. <laughs> <laughs> for my very, uh, I, I haven't done a deep dive into exactly what happened, but from my understanding, there was a food delivery. Uh, be, there was food being delivered. Couldn't quite the delivery person couldn't get into the bubble. So the NBA player took a couple steps out of the bubble to grab the delivery. From the the Grubhub or whatever, and then retreated back to his hotel room. But uh, yeah, but if you can step out of the bubble, it's not. It's no longer a bubble at that point. That's true. That's an excellent point. Yeah, it quits being a bubble. Yeah, I guess everybody's going to be fine. Yeah, but yeah, you know, if you got one person doing that day one, if everybody's picking up Grubhub on the corner, or you know, yeah. I have it uh, on pretty good authority that the Major League Baseball camps that are restarting up, and they're they're planning on uh, playing ball in like 10 days, I think. I mean, real games. Uh, the tood uh, among everybody is, this isn't going to work. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, and it's not that they don't want it to work. It's just everybody's looking at the stumbles, fumbles, bumbles, positive tests, the weirdness of it all, and thinking this is just not good. Well, similar to the school thing, I think we all assumed that, you know, by the time we get to a certain point, we'll get back to this or that. And then sure. when now that the rubber's meeting the road, it's just it's not working out that way. I mean, I am sympathetic to the fact that, it, and I really want my kids going back to school, but I'm sympathetic to the fact that when school starts back up, you know, Week one, uh, Jimmy's home. It turns out he tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay, now what do you do? He's Jimmy's been in class all week long, probably symptom, you know, shedding the virus. Right? Maybe we're not maybe, sure. Maybe with not. Kids, but, but but sitting in the classroom, you know, breathing in and out with a bunch of kids sitting around. So uh, do they? Are they quarantined now? I have a great NBA note in a second, but I heard a story and it was chosen by the liberal media. Because it's horrifying, but it is true. L.A. brought their teachers back to work on lesson plans for online learning in person in June, I think it was. And they had three teachers to a room, socially distancing and the rest of it. This one teacher they were interviewing, somebody had the vid. All three of them got the vid. One of them died of these three teachers who were in the room. Obviously chosen because it's horrifying, right? But... When the teacher two counties over passes away from the vid, it's done. It's over. Every teacher's union in the country is going to say, we're out. So it's just, I don't know. Where it goes, nobody knows. We just pray we get to either herd immunity or the tipping point, which is a principle that I've just come to understand with disease. But Is it impossibly naive for me to think that schools should aim to have the similar testing capacities that the NBA does, where they have these tests conducted uh, multiple times that's, per week and that results gets, within 24, 48 hours. No, that's, that's that, perfectly sound that, idea. That gets to the question of why by now am I not able to get a test like within a block of me right? anytime I want. Right. I can get a 2,000-calorie hamburger on every street corner, <laughs> but I can't get a damn test. 
So the NBA, which is just a hotbed of, of, of fabulous sports action and hypocrisy and self-righteousness and lecturing you and LeBron James, who's uh, down on white people but up on China that actually has slaves right now, just flaming hypocrisy. Well, you can get your own custom-made jersey these days, and like the players, you can put whatever slogan you want on the back. I can't breathe, Black Lives Matter, abolish cops, defund police, beware of Jews, sneaky Jews, ban gypsies, cancel Israel, 9-11 hoax, end Taiwan, (laughs) enslave Tibet, Trump has AIDS, Pence is gay, Uyghurs lie, anything. Anything except free Hong Kong. You cannot get that on a jersey. You type that in, big red letters appear. I'm sorry, we are not able to execute this order. You can print in F Hong Kong and spell it out. They'll give you that jersey. But free Hong Kong is the one thing the NBA won't let you put on there. That's interesting. I mean, raging Jew, can, the hatred of Jews. Who, who wants a jersey that says Trump has AIDS? I'd get four. I don't, I don't, <laughs> and when he had those AIDS. I don't, I don't think the point is the Trump has AIDS. Oh, okay. The point it's of the story it's about China's influence is Hong, over... Yes, okay. exactly. How, how the NBA is kowtowing to the brutal communist regime in China, even as they lecture you. We made a major move yesterday with uh, Pompeo, Secretary of State, coming out and saying it out loud, which what has been true for a long time, that... Hey, these islands you're building don't mean that that's now your waters. Yeah, these territorial claims in the South China Sea are not legal, and we don't recognize them, and nobody should. We'll talk more about that later. Um, Well done, Mike. So uh, we did get a bunch of texts on the whole teacher thing, and uh, just because you brought this uh, up a second ago, this is a good one. I know 250-plus teachers who are going to retire if school doesn't go back simply because they aren't tech-savvy. Well, that's true. So the crowd that is, uh, you know, that gets more vulnerable to the virus, which makes it more likely that they wouldn't want to be in class, is the crowd that's probably the least comfortable with trying to... Adapt to a brand new technology. Yes. Oh, that's an uh, unfortunate conundrum. You know, I'm a man who's in my, uh, uh, well, I recently celebrated my 4015th birthday. Um, I will tell you this. If you are not ready to adapt, learn, and change right now in middle age, you're screwed. I don't care what business you're in. Get tech savvy. Do it four times. You'll be good at it. Yeah, I mean, well, that from my observation, it, it's it's just not designed for this. It's just not designed to have 30 kids. What's not the, the, what we've got so far? Oh, Zoom, oh, WebEx, yeah. whatever they're doing. Oh, it's, 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 it's weak. You'd have to design from the ground up a system that with the goal of teaching. That's not what these things were, were designed for. And I don't even know. If that's possible, I don't know if, what percentage of the educational experience you can replicate, no matter how hard you try. The, I, I believe the ceiling could be somewhere around 65%, just off the top of my if head. If it were perfect, I believe that. I believe yeah. if it were perfect, God, I don't know. You if you might could, get two thirds. I don't know if you could get to two thirds, especially with a brand new class. You don't even know these kids. Oh, my God. Compared to last year, where you already have a fully established relationship with the children. I had met with the teacher several times. Obviously, Sam was in the class with the teacher every day. He knew exactly what my son's like. 
in terms of what things he struggles with, what he doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, kids that have trouble paying attention, kids that are good at this, all the different, these kids don't like each other, all the different things that go on. You start brand new with a class of 30 people, you'll never get to know them, you'll never have the slightest idea. Right. I think the most gifted teacher in America using the best technology might get into the 60th percentile. Now, I heard somebody talk about, and I love the idea of everybody trying it differently until somebody strikes on the magic formula. I heard of some school district where the teachers were going to meet individually with kids or with groups of like two to three. Mm -hmm. So you do an hour with two to three kids, you know, from 11 to noon. And then after lunch, you do two to three more. That makes way more sense to me than having all of them together for a couple of hours. Sure. Because that is almost worthless, based on my experience. So meet with them much fewer times, but it's much more individual. Yeah, that makes sense. One-on-one would be great. Mm -hmm. God, I think if you checked in with an hour or two per kid completely one-on-one, you'd be better off than a whole week of every kid in the class, because that just does not work. Got a great tip from a teacher about when you find out what school is going to be for your kids, how to react with them, how to process that with oh. your kids. Real wisdom. We'll share that, hear with that you in a couple minutes. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll fill you in on exactly what was said yesterday about China. We, we, we called them out, and we're hoping that the rest of the world... You know, signs on says, yeah, what the United States said. They're absolutely right. Well, Bojo gave him uh, both barrels. Oh, yeah. Was happy to see that. Said, screw you to Huawei and the 5G network. Right. In fact, any gear you sold us, we're yanking out between, well, in the next seven years. I don't know why it takes seven years. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but more on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So here's a new one that I'm already sick of. Designer masks. It's medical equipment, not a handbag. I don't want to live in a world where Yeezy has a winter collection of N95s. He needs to focus on the presidency. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. My wife ordered a whole bunch of designer masks. They're practically free, at least the ones we got. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm going to wear this leopard print one. It's very saucy. Oh, Lord. Uh, Did you just say saucy? (laughs) I saw a guy walking into the building yesterday, one of the very few here in the ghost town that is, you know, the most office buildings in America these days. Uh, I was a little uh, jealous of his mask. It was uh, snazzy. It uh, it had some color, had some movement to it. Very nice. Not that the uh, the one my wife made for me isn't wonderful, but it's uh, it's a little, uh, well, it's what I asked for. I said, I don't want anybody to notice this. All right, just understate it. Just something very plain, please. Got this note from uh, Carrie, the teacher. She's been a friend of Armstrong and Getty for quite a number of years. Thanks for listening. Teaches uh, in, in Redding, California, for what it's worth. As we draw closer to the final decisions on how school will look next year, I'd like to reach out to parents about how to convey the information to your school-agers. There's no one solution that will meet the needs of everyone. It simply doesn't exist. As a high school teacher with a fourth grader, I'm impacted at both levels. Here's what I'm asking y'all to consider before a decision is made and a plea for how you respond to it. <clears throat> Number one, inform yourself of the plan with your ch- without your child present. Well, yeah. It's okay to be upset. I can almost guarantee you you will take issue with some or all of the plan. Point two, 
Discuss how you can adapt parts of your everyday routines with whomever you co-parent with and understand that these plans are fluid and will most likely change at a moment's notice. Three, this is the big one. Regardless of how you feel, please try to communicate the plan through a positive lens to your schoolager. They are looking to you to cue their response. If you are mad and place a lot of negativity in your presentation, the child will almost certainly reflect your response in their approach to quote-unquote school. This would only serve to dismantle all the hard work we teachers have put into planning this next year. We want it to go back to normal as much as you, we, you do. We love your kids. We have uh, one of the only jobs in the world where we go to sleep worried about other people's children. I'm personally more concerned about the social impact this is having on my only child than on him fail, falling behind academically. He needs recess more than multiplication facts. I get that. But I respect the health of his teachers, so we adapt. Uh, some good points there. Yeah, I I agree with that. I just, like, last year I know the way it worked out. You know, we all went into it with a positive attitude. Why wouldn't you? Uh, you got to, you know, and have them be excited about it. And at some point, though, it got to a, if I keep cheerleading what is obviously a disaster, I look like I'm uh, just a complete phony. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, right. my son and all his friends and everybody were just fully, uh, this is just crazy. Yeah, well... This is all wrong. That's right. I should be back in school. I wish you were, dear. And we wouldn't have to listen to you, although nobody is listening to her these days. But going into ne- negative would be a you know terrible idea. Uh, yeah, you're right. Well, kids have this incredible uh, uh, filter for dishonesty, too. They, they smell it. And so you're right. Yeah, you have to be realistic about it. But um, this meeting for 45 minutes, three times a week, with every kid holding a stuffed animal up to the camera, you're saying this is great? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <sighs> The world just keeps chucking curveballs our way. <laughs> yeah, wish see, it would stop. Did you see the NFL? They're going to have these uh, plastic masks. You've probably seen some people wearing these. I kind of mm-hmm. like that look. That's a cool look. Though, like the welder's mask. Yeah, you look like some sort of uh, space alien. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. So they're Funny. all going to wear those? They're going to have them over their face. Yeah. Huh. So that the you know the heavy breathing and saliva flying everywhere doesn't you know. I mean, it won't as much, although it'll be dripping off the, the, the yeah, face I think shield. those things would just be soaked from the inside. Yeah, I would think so, all steamed up and everything. I, God, I just, the way those guys get face-to-face, just face mask to face mask, like, you know, 60 oh, times a game. and grunting ah! and screaming and, yeah, yeah. please. I, I, listen, I, I do not mean to be negative. I just can't picture how these sports leagues actually start and then continue. I think they're probably like the schools for a lot of different things. Well, we're going to try. Maybe it'll right. work. I don't think it's going to work either. Right. They're thinking, but how do we not try? Oh, and I think they should. Yeah. And, and good for them. Uh, it's, for one thing, it's kind of the American spirit. We're going to go in, and if we get knocked down, we'll t- try to figure out how to adapt to it. And if we can't, you know, we'll we'll go home and think about it for a while. Oh, I, I, no, I am not. I am not trying to poo-poo the efforts. Speaking of poo-poo, uh, the Johnny Depp trial continues. Oh, boy. Um, he has spent 23 hours on the stand so far. It's a defamation trial, right? The yeah. Sun, the Weekly News, or the uh, the tabloid? They wrote a story in their, you know, their, 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 their National Enquirer over there that said he's a wife beater, and he says, no, I'm not, and I'm suing you. And so now he spent 23 hours on the stand she is going to be on the stand, his ex-wife, who claims that uh, he was uh, smacking her. Uh, I'm not so taking that lightly. So she is with I just, the son, huh? Because uh, I wondered what her stance in this whole thing was. Yeah. Well, they're using her to, 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 to try to bolster the fact that we told the truth. She says so. 
Um, anyway, so uh, some of his testimony, maybe we'll get to that later in the show. There's some more interesting stuff that came out yesterday. They're, they're both. It's just, I don't know how you don't decide. Look, you two are just a mess. So stay away from each other. Yeah. And let's just go forward. Right. <laughs> right. Let's all get on with our lives. <laughs> well, he alleged that she pooed in their bed as, as like a unholy Valentine to him. Right. As a, uh, a an I'm mad at you gesture. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's what ended the marriage, he says. Mm, it, it might. Yes. Yes. You can get past infidelity. You can get past alcoholism. You can get past a lot of things. But pooing in the bed is a rough one. It would at least sick enough. get me to consider it. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. right. It, you would ask yourself, should this relationship continue? <laughs> mm. Now, that suggests Sit down with the couple's therapist and say, right. so what brings you two in today? Well, he won't share his feelings. <laughs> That's what you think it is? She craps the bed on purpose. When she's mad at me, she defecates in our... Sleeping situation. Oh, boy. Mm. Night after night. Unfortunate. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, more on that later. Also, there was a story. I don't remember where I got it. I'll nail it down. But the number of businesses that have have gone away, the number of businesses that really suffered from the kind of half-hearted starting back up again just was the last nail in the coffin for a lot of businesses. Okay, we got the employees back. We got our supplies back. We're ready to. No, we're closing again. Okay, I can't do it again. I'm just. I'm. I'm out of luck now. Mm. Uh, I've reached the end of my rope. We do have some good scientific news on the vid, though. Might give you a, a bit of optimism. We I, could all use it. Hope you're right. Oh yeah. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> 